0: with Hashem's help for learning Dafkhov vav We left off on Dafkhov Amid Aleph 19 lines from the top of the Amid more or less in the middle of the Amid The Sugya began on Dafkhov hay Amid Beis, the Gemara quoting the Mishnah regarding a man who did not yet fulfill the mitzvah of pru ruvu a man who did not yet have a son and a daughter who was married to either an islandist a woman who, from birth, is unable to have children, or married to a zekena a woman who now is beyond her child-bearing years, or married to a woman who made herself sterile, a woman that's called in the Mishnah, v'she'ena, leleit. So we had in the Mishnah, Machlaikis that if she becomes a Saita, the Chachamim held, that loy is because since we do not want him to continue being married to her because he still has to fulfill his mitzvah. So she shouldn't drink the waters and therefore she'll have to get divorced and she'll lose her ksuba. Rabbi El-Wazah, we clarified, learns that uh, he, can be, he can stay married to her. I, he has to fulfill the mitzvah through Ravu. Let him marry another wife. This is before the Chetim, the Rabbeinu Gershon. And on this came Rav Nachman and he clarified that the Mechlik is in the is only regarding two of the three mentioned cases. But when it comes to a woman who from birth was unable to have children, the island is even Rabbi is Ismaida, that she should not drink because she is not included in the parsha of Saita. Because at the end of the portion of Saita, the Torah says that the nixa nizra Azara, that if she's clean, if she's clean from sin, she will have a child. So the Rab Nachman understands that a woman who was never able to have children is never included in the Parsha of the Saita. Interesting. In other words, even a Zekena, even a woman who now made herself sterile and she cannot have children, she is included in the Parsha Saita because she was once ruuya Leleit. But a woman who was never able to have children is automatically excluded from the Parsha of Saita and therefore she cannot drink even according to Rabbi Lazar. And on which the Gemara brought a lengthy B'raisa, and in the breissa, there is the b'raisa concluded, like 17 or 18 lines from the, from the top of the Amid, the b'raisa clearly says that an islandist is one of the women that should drink, that could drink, is included in the Parsha Saita, who is the author of the b'raisa. In other words, if Sayir Chachamim and Sayir Abulazer hold that an islandist cannot drink, according to Rav Nachman, then how do you have such a shita in the b'raisa? So answers the Gemara Amalach, Rav Nachman, says that Rav Nachman, yeah, there is one Tana that holds that even an islandess could drink. However, Rav Nachwan stands his position that in our Mishnah, not only Lechachomim, but even Rabbi Lozer will hold that an islandess will not drink. Tanoihi. It's a is And Va'anon, I Rav Nachwan, hold as it becomes evident, ki tano. What does become evident from the following Brysa? And the Brysa says, the Tanya Rab Shimin Ben Lazer says, that an island is, like Rav Nachman pointed out, that an island is, cannot drink and therefore she does not get a ksuba. And the Brisa, the Tana Rabshim says, quotes the Pusik that we learned yesterday by, from Rav Nachman. End of quote, says the B'raisa, that this pasik only includes women that are able to, that they are Shayek to, that they are somehow connected to having children. And Yat Tzazu, this verse excludes from the entire procedure of a, of a Saita, a woman that was never able to have children. And as Rashi points out, this Rab Shem and Ben Elazar must hold like our... Rabbi Elazar in the Mishnah. If Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar would have held uh, like, why he says Rashi? Let's read inside Rashi, three or four lines from the to- from the narrow lines from the top. And Amri, ki and this Tana the isle akarav is the kena Very good. This Tana cannot be the Chachamim, because if Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar would have held like the Chachamim he wouldn't have only excluded the islandists from the Parsha Saita. He also would have excluded a woman who is Zikeno as the Chachamim exclude them. And immediately knock at Ella islandess, it must be that it's not the Chachamim. Who is it like? Like Rabbi Lazzar. And nevertheless, even according to Rabbi Lazzar, it comes out that an islandess cannot drink. Ebenosif, Talmud, Zerah. And that would have excluded other women, al continuing in Raji. That the Yachulisa is the liver from from another wife. And nevertheless, he holds island is not. So Rav Nachman is that there is a Tana, not like our Mishnah, not like the Chachamim, not like Rabal Lazar, that says an island is kudaring. However, Rabbi Lazar will hold that even though the man is able to marry someone else and his inability. To perform the mitzvah of Pru Uravu with this Saita, that in itself does not prevent her from drinking. But an island is excluded because of the nix of an israzzara. But now we found another Tana who holds that evil an island is included in the parish of Saita. So on this says the Gemara, Vera Banan, of, May of delay. What did they learn? Obviously, it's not to exclude the islandness says the Gemara Mibayalei, that this will be used as we will learn in this b'raisam, that we learn in Chumash that we spoke out many times. We learned, it says, that if she's clean from sin, she will conceive a seed. Teaching you, says Rabbi Akiva, that if she was sterile, that she gets a blessing from the waters, not only does she not die, if she's innocent, but nifkedis, she's remembered, that's a Loshan ha'pasik regarding a woman, being remembered by Hashem, and conceiving, Hashem, Paka, the etc. So, Mamsha happens, from these waters. So, so according to this, an islandess would take a drink, even though she was never able to have children, these waters will miraculously allow her to conceive and have a child. So on this, If indeed this is what happens, then this will be a technique. This will inspire, so to say, this will encourage, so to say, women who, God forbid, have fertility issues. They will purposefully become soites. And becoming a site is something not appropriate, even if... Obviously, they won't have an actual relation with that other man other than her husband. But simply being biyichud, that behavior is a not appropriate behavior. But the woman will be tempted to do so. And women who are not very modest will do so. However, a woman who is very modest will say to herself, she cannot make herself into a site because it's not appropriate. And how can the taita set up a system that somehow will reward women that are not modest and women that are modest, Vizu, continues the Gemara, as Rashi says, and isha Tsenuah, which won't be able to become a is is and Nisturah will somehow lose out, can be. Interesting. So therefore, in Cain, according to Rabbi Yishmael, Matamud Lamer, V'Nixra, V'Nizra, Zara. So that's to tell you, if a woman, God forbid, is a Akara, then this type of nest will not happen. However, there will be a bracha from these waters. Shemoise Moise Yeletus a woman who until this point during childbirth had a very difficult experience. Difficult, it's always difficult, but relative to difficulty, it was even more difficult. It's from now on she'll be blessed yeledes B'Revach. If until now she only had Nekeva, she only had girls from now on she'll give birth to boys. If until now she gave birth to Kitsarim, to short children, us Haruchim, she'll give birth to tall children. If until now she gave birth to Shechayim, to dark, complex children, us levanim, she'll give birth to a wider, complex child. And as the Mepharsham point out, and how does that resolve his issue? Here, even a woman who's not Tznuah, even a woman who's not Tznuah, only for this benefit will not be that brazen to turn us, to make herself into a Saita. The only time that he is afraid of a woman actually becoming a Saita is if a woman is not able to have children. There, the upside, the gain is so tempting that if the woman is not Sanua, she'll become a Saita. Amazing. How the level of, how the standards should be. Understand? It's Kevaldik. When a woman is only going to benefit, this is also a benefit, that from now on her childbirth will be a lot easier, even if she's not a tsenua, she's not going to become a saita. She's going to say, I don't want to become a saita just for that benefit. I don't, want to be, I don't want to seclude myself with another man. But if, according to Rabbi Shmuel, if Rabbi Kiva would be right, and if a woman whom mamish never had children would have a nest happen to them, that would be tempting to whom? To an isha parutza. But still, Isha ishah would not do it, and he's bothered with a system that would somehow penalize a woman who's the way she should be—modest. Continues the Gemara. Well, the position in both cases would be well—that would be the yeah—that an islandist does drink. Does drink. And could get pregnant. No, no, you can say that even Rabbi Shmuel. Who doesn't say that an islandist can get pregnant, since he uses the words of a nix of an Zera to teach you that will be some type of upgrade for a woman who's already giving birth, it doesn't necessarily exclude the islandist from the parsha. In other words, the, the author of the b'risa that we learned, taf beis, Bayes, Daf Khafamadalov, can be both Rabbi Shmal and Rabakiv. Okay. Now the Gemara is continuing to quote cases from the Tosefta. Before we get back to the Mishnah. It said in the Tosefta that Eshis Mamzer, Mamzer can drink. And as we spoke out, any woman who is eligible to marry a Mamzer, who is eligible halachically to marry a Mamzer, either a Mamzeris, or an asino or a Giyotas, so asks the Gemara Peshita, you know, wh- why not? Why-, why would you think she's not included in Parsha's Saita? So Mao, the Tame explains the Gemara, you would have thought, if not for the Braisa, that afushei psulin loyleifush, that we don't want to increase mamzeitim amongst the Jewish community. And even though halachically a mamzeer is a lot of marrying Mamzedis, but nevertheless the children will be halachic Mamzadim. So we're not going to prevent them from getting married, but now that she became a Saita, and up until her drinking, she becomes a Surah Maybe you would have thought we're not going to make an effort and erasing Hashem's name to bring Shalom Bayez to a marriage that, that indeed is increasing. Mam Zadim, Kumash Mulan, that we do it. The trader allows such a marriage. And therefore, if she becomes a Saita, if she became a Saita, she should go through or she's allowed to go through with the procedure. Back quoting from the Tesefta, Ashes Ger, evid Meshukhr, and here, the Bach takes out the word islanders because the Gemara's question pshita makes sense on the ger. Why would you think that a wife of a ger should not drink, or of eved meshuchran which is like a ger? I mean, a, a non-Jewish slave that was emancipated becomes a full-fledged convert. Now pshita doesn't go on the islanders according to the Bach. Other, we just had this whole beginning of today's share is that islandists, according sila Wazir, that was Rav Nachman and in our Mishnah an islandist does not drink. So there's definitely a Kiddush by writing that an islandist does drink. But why Esher's get an Evan Why was that needed? Answers the Gemara Maude Since the Pasek begins, Daber El Bnei Yisrael. So the word Bnei Yisrael might have excluded Gedim. Komash Malan, that Gedim are not excluded. So asks the Gemara e'ma HaChinami. But it says, Daber El Bnei Yisrael. Answers the Gemara. No, nah, it says, viomarto. And the Omarto Aleam is totally extra. Ribuyu. and as Tosus right away points out, it's not even our memory is not that great. But we just learned on Dav Dalid that we learned out from the Omarto Aleam. that was the whole thing. In other words, Zainachanami Tachas Isha excluded them from drinking. But then the Gemara asks, how do you know that they can the dekamosait? And on that, the Gemara brought this b'raisa, because it says "vi amarto aleim," including other women, even to a arusa, even to a shemer And now we're learning "vi amarto comes to include even a ger. Just to point out that why why didn't Tosfos ask? How can you say "vi includes both an arusa and a shemer if one word can only include one case? So which one is it including? The Arusa or the Shema Yavam? The moment we accept that it can include more than one case, it can include two cases and here. It can include three cases. <coughs> Anyways. Back in the Gemara. Now the Gemara is quoting the Mishnah That a wife of a coin who becomes a Saita, she is able to undergo the procedure. Asks the Gemara Pshita Again, why would you think that she's unable to? Answers the Gemara, ah. Because all the way in the beginning... In Parsha Snosa, in Parsha Saita, the Torah says words that actually those words clearly do not include the wife of a coin. And that's something that we learned a lot in Mosech the Yivamas. right? The Parsha Saita Yud Gimel, Pedeke Pasek Yud Gimel says, that's in the Pasek that starts off saying that if vishachav Ishaisa, if she did have a relation, right, ve'ed ein ba as we learned in the beginning of the Masechta, and there aren't two witnesses, there's even only one witness that she had a relation with another person, then the, and then the traitor says then she do- doesn't become a Saita. Then we believe the one A, and she is a woman who committed adultery. But the Pasik asks the words, and v'hi loy pasa, she was not grabbed, implying that if she had a relation, grabbed, in other words, God forbid, raped, against her will, then she's not a pseudo when will she become, for sure, asura labaila, is if vehi loy And on that, the Chachamim said that the words vehi, the vehi loy is, uh, is excluding that only she, when she was not grabbed, is Asr, but if she was, God forbid, raped, remains permitted. Only she remains permitted, meaning an esh or an Asha slave. But there is an Asha's claim that even if nispasa, even if she had a relation against the will, she will become Asura Labayla. So from the word Vihiloy nispasa, we learn that this Pasik is not referring to an Eshez so Pasek Gimel is not speaking about an Eshez so we would have thought that we excluded an Eshez from the whole Parsha of Saita that the zoo, right in the first wide line since an Eshez Koyen even if she has a relation against the will she becomes a surah to her husband so since she's not included in the Pasek Gimel maybe she's not included in the whole Parsha Amal like Emo it's Komash Milan. That, that's the Mishnah, that Eish's coin could undergo the procedure. And here Astro asks, why didn't the Gemara says, V'eymohachinami, by Eish's ger, since it says, Dabar al-Bene Yisrael, No, that David al Yisrael also refers to a ger. The Gemara says, how do you know that? For which we have to have an extra word, V'omartah. This makes so much sense, since in the beginning, it's not just a Pasek in Parsha Saita. In the beginning of Parsha Saita, the Torah speaks about a scenario that makes it clear it's not speaking about a nation's coin. Good question. So, Jesus points out that there's a difference as to when the Ger was excluded, at least the Havamina to be excluded, because of explicit words. It says, Daber El Bnei Yisrael. Those words clearly could exclude a Ger. The fact that the Aisha's coin is excluded is not from an explicit word. It's from the word V'hi, and on that you have to have a limud at V'hi lo'i nespasa. But someone else, even if nespasa is Asura, who is that? The Torah doesn't write that. Such a limud cannot then be used to say the aima It's not written clear enough that a coin is excluded for the Gemara even to need to ask. You understand? Maybe Taka excluded. No, the Mishnah is telling you that the coin is not excluded. The coin is excluded from the din of loy nispasa. by Bayesha's kohen, sa'y nispasa, God forbid, or loy nispasa. In both cases, she'll become a sural abaila. Correct? And even really, even as we learned in Yavamis, even if the husband divorces her, she cannot marry any other coin. Even though it was against her will, that's the din by a coin. But that's only from these dinim, but not from dinay soytam. And then the Gemara, the Mishnah concluded that if an Asha's coin drinks the waters, she becomes muterous if she survives it. Now, those words for sure are an extra. Like, ask Gemara Pshita. We never had those words until now. Right, the whole, the Mishnah's many cases, and then the B'raisa, was, is she eligible to drink? So Anarusa Arusa Yavam doesn't drink, other people do drink, but obviously if they drink and they live... Why did the mission have to say those words? Answers the Gemara, Amarafuna Afuna You know what the mission is referring to? This Ashes Koyen was suspected. She became a Halachic Saita. And she drank the waters. And she didn't die. But, Bimisnavna, she starts to waste away. And what did we learn not that long ago? That if a woman has a schus, including the braces, either schus can be toilet for three months, or for nine months, or from the Mishnah one, two, or even three years. And on that, we added, at least, I don't understand the machlekes tanoim, that according to some, Even if it's not that she drinks the waters and nothing happens to her. That from the moment she drinks the waters, her her health is right away affected negatively. She begins to waste away. And not only that, according to some Tanoim, at the end of the third year, she dies. So now says that Rafuna, you know what the Mishnah means, that if she drank the waters, not, not dying, but she begins to waste away, since she didn't die, until when she might die, the husband is allowed to be with her. And right away, the says, why would that make sense? What's well, if we see the woman being misnavna? Doesn't that prove she's guilty? That's clear. She's guilty. Aye, she didn't die right away, the way the traitor describes, that her thigh collapses, that her stomach inflates. That's because she has a schus. But she's guilty of committing adultery. How can she be with her husband? Misnavna. Navna? Answers the Gemara. You know when will Rafuna say? That even if misnavna. Muteres labailo. That's only bimisnavna derech varim? That's only if other parts of her body. Not the thighs and the stomach. That are mentioned in the Torah. They are not the limbs that start to become affected negatively from her drinking of the water. Her head begins to hurt. And therefore, what? Look at the logic. Mau, the tamer, we would have thought, and this only goes to Anishas Kayin, that Zanuye zanay. That this woman had a relation. Now, we never spoke out the details of Misnavna, but now we're speaking it out. That if the woman had a relation willingly, even those chustailah, but Miss Navna, what limbs begin to waste away? The limbs that the traitor mentions, which is our thighs and her stomach. Here, if a woman's limbs that are wasting away are not her thighs and her stomach, here the logic would be, you know why it's not her thighs? You know why it's not her stomach? Because there was a relation against her will. And therefore, if she, not, if she wouldn't have been an Asia's coin, then... Uh, she would be allowed to be with her husband. And Hashem, so to say, is making it clear that she didn't do it willingly by Dafka not having her thighs and her stomach waste away. Her head is beginning to hurt. Other limbs are beginning to, to, to misfunction, to malfunction. And The reason why it's not, she's not wasting away the way a normal who's guilty would waste away, even with his chuz. Because, you know, she shouldn't have been secluded with that man. But the actual relation was against the will. But she's an ashes claim. And Hashem wants to show that it was against her will by making it clear that it's that you know that her head is hurting. And if that would have been the case, you would have thought Asida. Since she's an ashes kain, even though Take was against her will, right? It was Nispasa, but she's not allowed to be with her husband. Kumash that we don't interpret it that way. Now it comes out from our that when it's misnavna, thighs and stomach, or stomach and thighs, then the husband cannot be with her. But if she drinks the waters and she gets sick, and we notice something is unusual, and maybe she's guilty, and schhustaila, and that's why she didn't die, it's khustaila. But misnavna, the misnavna needs to begin with her thighs and her stomach. And if it begins with her head, or with her, whatever other parts of her body. Then we say one thing is not necessarily connected to the other. She did not die. The husband is allowed to be with her. We're talking right now about an eshes koyin. Mm-hmm. So. Because the Gemara, because the mishnah only said the words muteris labaylon in the case of the Isha's koyin. And the reason why her head is hurting is because we don't know. We don't know for sure. No, the din is a woman <laughs> drinks the waters. She didn't die. The husband can be with her. A woman drinks the waters and she begins to die the death of a soita, but it's happening slowly. Then we say, but she's guilty. But if that's not the death, a woman gets a headache and then she gets sick, God forbid, and, and the doctor says, oh, she got the chveis, whatever. If, she, if she's not dying, Miss from the Yerchaim and the Beten, then the husband is allowed to be with her. Even if the husband is a coin. But if, First of all, let's, let's not use the word "punished." There's a din. That, that for sure is not a punishment. That, th- there's a din traitor. Learn from the words, Vihi, that if a, 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 a kohen's wife was violated, God forbid, the husband is not allowed to be with her. That's a din in kuhuna. It's not about the punishment. But here it's a fakert. Yeah. Why, what's fakert? She's a wife of a kohen. She became a Saita. First of all, the Mishnah says she can undergo the procedure. If she survives it, she can be with her husband. It, it, listen, it's definitely pritsusa that the fact that she became a Saita, but she's not a sudalabayla. Derechiv adam still does not mean does not mean that she had a relation against the will. It doesn't mean that. Yeah, but she was raped. How do you know that? We don't know that. Oh, it's a sapphic. We don't know that. We don't interpret her being Misnavna from her head because she was raped and therefore she should be a surah. Don't interpret it that way. No, the waters did not work. I Misnavna, it's not Misnavna the way Misnavna should happen. Let's go fight it. Think he to her... And if he divorces her, he needs to give her a And then needs to the husband that divorces his wife when she gets sick. Anyways, Aisha is The wife of a Sadis, Shaisa. Now, when we learn the Mishnah... I mean, at least we learned the Mishnah according to the Havamino. We'll get to that in a moment. But just we have this for clarity, if not gets confusing, the word Sadas means a person who's impotent. But it becomes clear, at least the way we will learn our sugya, that the impotence that we're speaking about here is not that the man cannot have an erection. It's about a man who cannot emit zera, cannot emit semen. This is going to be important. So this is a man who's impotent, that his body doesn't produce seed. But he can have a proper relation with his wife, and the Mishnah says that if she becomes a soita, she can drink. pshita. Answers the Gemara, no. That Mao, the Tema, Sinsen, Pasuk write the psukim of the Shvua and the Allah that the coin first articulates to the woman, and then that's written in the Megillah, part of what he says to her is, that if you strayed while you were married, and and if another man laid with you aside of your husband laying with you, so that might infer, you might infer from those words, that when can she become a Saita? When it is, if someone else aside of your husband laid with you, and since Vahai Lav Bar Hachi, and since this person cannot lay with her properly, meaning that he's not a man who's, who's fully functional, his body doesn't emit zeta. so maybe he's not included in the whole portion of the Sayyidah, Kumash Malan, as we learned out, I think, yesterday or two days ago, that one second, these words I needed to teach you that if the wife never had a relation with the man, with her husband, she's not included in the parash of Saita. So a woman can only become a Saita if she had once had a relation with her husband. But the definition of that relation doesn't have to be that the husband is properly functioning, meaning that he's able to emit seed, even if he's a Saris, means he's impotent that he cannot emit seed, as long as he can physically have a relation with her, then... He's considered, she's in the category, some other man had laid with her aside of her husband. She's included in Parsha Saitam. Then the Mishnah continued, that a husband can warn his wife not to be secluded with any other man, even if that is a man with whom his wife cannot have relations with because of the serious Isurei Erva, relatives. It means a man... Can tell his wife, I don't want you to be secluded with your own father. And if she does that, after the warning she becomes a sita. Or with your son, or with your any even with people with whom there's no iser Yichud, even with people with whom having a relation is a capital punishment. That's what the Mishnah said. Against the gemara why would you think otherwise? Dafamid so now the Tema answers the Gemara, and this is something that we spoke out that we're going to learn in Mirza Hashem tomorrow in the Nitmaa, Nitmaa. Really, it says a third time, but the trader repetitively, repetitively uses the words, and that comes to teach you, the din of, that whenever a woman becomes a saita, automatically, it goes on the same track. The moment she's not allowed to be with her husband, from that moment on, she's not allowed to be with that suspected adulterer. Now obviously, when she's married, she can't be with any other man. But that were to mean that if the husband dies before she has the opportunity to drink the waters, she can never marry that man. Just like the din of a woman who actually has a relation, God forbid, with another man. So the din is that she becomes, from then on to be with her husband. What an Yisrael, who has a relation willingly with another man while married. She can be with her husband. She can never be with that adulterer. Asur Asur So you would think, and we learned from Nitma, Nitma, Echad L'Ba'al, So now you would, see, you would think, you know what Echad L'Ba'al, means? A woman who without her becoming a Saitam, she would have been allowed to be with that person if she would no longer be married to her husband. So now her becoming a saita asses her, Baal and on the boil. But here, by an eravah, she was asser anyway. So anyway, she cannot be with that suspected adulterer. So maybe she's excluded from the whole parsh? No, other it should only include cases of her becoming asr on the boil even after her marriage with her current husband because of her becoming a ha. But when it comes to the arroyos, since she's anyways prohibited, so you would think, so automatically she's excluded from the whole parsha suita, that no, nitma, Nitma's is teaching you kipshutai. That even if she would have been permitted to be with that suspected man, after getting a get, after becoming widowed from her current husband, now, because of her becoming a seita, she will permanently become usr to be with him. But if she's oser anyway, zum gesund she's usr anyway. But she's not excluded from the partial seita. Then the Mishnah said, chutzmen hakatten, the only person... Against whom a husband cannot warn his wife, don't be with that person, is a minor. That's where I said when we spoke. We learned the Mishnah. I interpreted the Mishnah only according to the Havamina, but not correctly according to the Maskana. So, first of all, um, who's the cotton that he cannot warn her to? And Igmar says, why not? So, Ish Amarachmano. right? The Pasuk begins, Mamish in the beginning, that Vishakhav Ish Oysa Shichvazera. a man. A man is excluding a minor. Machlekes that we did speak out when we learned the Mishnah. are Shitas Toisus that says like this: that if here, here's the Nakoda of alpidin, right? Misachti Yavamis, a act of bia from a boy under nine. No matter what that is, halachically is nothing. Is not considered an act of cohabitation, an act of a boy over nine, even though he's under 13, is considered an act of biyam. So when we are excluding the minor, so Treysev says that if he warned his wife not to be with a 10 year old boy, the only exclusion is, is that she cannot drink the waters. But she will become a Saita. Because if she would have had a relation with him, it's called an act of biyam. taste. That Amam holds even more than that the amam holds that the cotton of our Mishnah means someone under 9 not someone under 13 that if he warned her against any man if you can call him a man, over 9 years old then that's the full-fledged know what? she's going to become a shaita, and she would drink the waters Taisva says that she wouldn't drink the waters from a boy over 9, she would only drink the waters from a boy over 13 and that's the ta- that's the Ish, as Ish normally means in the Traydah how do you know Bar Mitzvah from? Either Halacha Lomay or from the, from the story of Shimon and Levi when the trader uses the word Ish and we know there that Levi was only 13 years old 13 year, 13 year old is already called a man right. The question is what did the Mishnah exclude the second person against whom a man cannot warn his wife about against someone who is Einoi <coughs> Ish so when we learned the Mishnah, we touched against someone who was impotent, and that was only the Havamina, and that will not stand. So, le'muute ma'i, i Again, the way we will learn our sugya, shachov means a person, we have to speak it out clearly, who can have an erection, but he's a man who was unable to emit seed. And at least he can have an erection for a very small amount of time. So, if it's coming to include a man who's impotent, that can be. Because amar Shmuel Shmuel said, Shachov Mikanan al Yaday, number one, being that he, he could, th- there can be an act of penetration. So then the husband can warn his wife not to be with the Shachov, because that bia, even if it's for a very small amount of time, even if there's no zera that's called an act of bia. And Shmuel added, Upreysil bitrumah. So the whole sugi of Paisel Batruma for us is a good chazor. What did we learn? We learned the following. But it says on Pashos Emma, And that includes, so literally it means that when a bas koyin can only eat trumah when she's in her father's house, the moment she marries another man, if the husband is not a koyin, she loses her rights to eat trumah That's the literal meaning. But including in this Pasik is that if a woman has a relation with any type of puzzle, she becomes nifseless to marry a koyen. That goes to any woman who has a relation with a man whom she is not allowed to marry. She can never marry a koyen. And if she is a koyeness, she loses her rights to eat ruma. or if she marries a kayan, she will never get the rights to eat ruma. Now, who does that bia asura include? So there are cases that Rashi, Rashi's to the left, a little bit two or three lines down from this height of the Gemara, Kigoin. if a woman has once a relation with a guy, God forbid. Or once with an evid or a chalil or a nasin, or a mamzid etc etc. So the din is that this woman becomes nifsel upaisal Betruma. And that Shmuel says, what were to happen if the evit kichavim or the evid or the chalil or the nasin, or the mamzad is a shachuf? He's impotent. Still, that biyah is considered an act of Biyah. So, back to our Mishnah. When the Mishnah says that a man cannot warn his wife, don't be with that Shachov, why not? Just because he's not zera, or just because the, the time of his Biyam is, is hardly dear, it doesn't matter. We know that these people, the Biyam of a Shachov, is considered the Biyam, which is why she'll become Psula from ever eating Truma, or from ever marrying a Kayan. She had a relation, Godfrey did with her Evet even though he was a Shachov. Now, before the Gemara goes to interpret the Mishnah. So now the question is, what did the Mishnah mean when the Mishnah said, Umi mi It's a nice Gemara, it's a different... Before we go to the Mishnah, now we're going to speak about Shmuel. We're going to clarify, we want to analyze what Shmuel said. So first of all, why did even Shmuel need to say, Al yodai? It's amazing. We go from in Akatsa to In other words, so who cares if he's a Shachov? If you can, if, there, if there's an act of penetration, that's halacha. That's bia. If there's an act of bia, then pshita. So now the No, you would have thought since the pasuk says again v'shachav ish oisam, just like the word ish excluded the minor. The next words in the Torah is shichvazera. Ah, maybe it has to be a man who is able to emit semen. Amarachmana and v'ha'lar a a'shachuv. The taich, the way we're taiching Shachov is, is impotent, meaning he's unable to be moitzi zera. So that's the chiddush of Shmuel that he still included Komash malon. And we're still before we go back to the Mishnah, we continue to analyze Shmuel. Shmuel said, "Place a little bit truma Why would you think otherwise? I mean, now it's an act of bia, and she had a she had a bia surah with her eved Kichavim or with an eved. Chalal Nasser, Mamzer, etc. So, Mao, the Tamer says, the Gemara Since it says, and now we're quoting again, from Pashas Emir, it says, Lo Yechalel, Zaroy, Ba'amov. And, as Rashi brings down, and we spoke this out before, it doesn't say, Lo y- It says, Lo That who becomes a Michuleles. Amazing, not only is a child that's born from a prohibited relation, a permanent Chalal, but the woman is also mischaleles, so you would think there is leizera, someone who is able to produce an offspring, He's mighty zera, there the act will, lichalel, will make the woman into this mischaleles, uh, and her not being able to eat truma. But if the act of Bia was unable to produce a child, the lace leis leizera may be loy chalil komash that she's puzzled to eat truma. But now we're back to the question in our Mishnah. Okay, so it's clear that a man who warns his wife, I don't want you to be secluded alone with that shachuf, that's a proper warning. And if she does theater with him, she becomes a seita. So what does the Mishnah mean? So now, another attempted answer it says, Digamar, maybe means a non And again, Digamar says that can't be. Because the din will be that a man could make his wife a soita by his pointing to a guy. And also, like we learned, that's the din. If a woman has a relation once with a non Jew, she can never marry a kain she'll never be allowed to eat truma, meaning if she's a bas koyen, so she's eating because she's in her father's home, she loses her rights to eat truma. So we're back to the question. The Mishnah is not excluding the Goy. Here at the Gemara, again, as it did with Shmuel, before we answer the question, what the Mishnah means, now we're analyzing Rav Hamnuna. Asks the Gemara, why did Rav Hamnuna even need to say that Mikanin al yoday on a non-Jew pshita? Answers the Gemara, the Again, since the in Parsha Saita, says the words nitma'a more than once. nitman it says it three times, but two of the times is nitma, nitma kishem shasura labal, kachasura labayal, and as we just learned on top of the Ahmed, you would have thought echadabal vechadabayal. So you would have thought the ha, which woman is the woman that we are speaking about on the portion of Saita? That becomes asur a woman that only because her becoming a Saita becomes now Asura alaboil, but if the Bayal is a non Jew with whom anyways we're not allowed to be together with the guy was already asur so there's no asur leboil because of her becoming a seita. Again, that she's not excluded from the partial Saita. She's not excluded from the partial Saita because it doesn't contradict. The trader wrote the word Nitma, an extra time, to teach you that even if, until this point, theoretically, she would have been permissible to marry that boyal, if her husband dies, if her husband gives her a get, if she becomes a Saita, she can never be with that boyal. But it doesn't exclude a guy from the whole partial Saita. And again, before we go back to responding what the Mishnah means, we're asking why did Rav Hamnuni even need to say that having a beer with an ovid kechoven will be paisel bitruma, pshita. Mao, the tema you would have thought to baskain, kisi ali That's how the pasik begins. Right? He, betrumah, sakodashim loi soichel. And the, Pasek, the words are baskain, kisihiyah. And this is a good intro to Masech Kedushin and Gitin that we're going to constantly learn. That the words kisihiyah, the words Havoya in the Torah, to be, means to be halachically married. So one might have thought that Amarachmona devar Havoya in someone with whom you are able to halachically marry, but you're not allowed to be with. So then, if the woman had a relation with such a person, then she becomes puzzled from eating truma. But maybe the lav bar havaya she's not even excluded from, from eating truma. Kumash milan that no, that even a relation with a guy will pussel her from eating truma. Ay, ah, it says, Ubaskoin ki sihi So the Gemara says, we learned this from Rabbi we learned this in Yevamah. The Talmud Rabbi Mishum Rabbi Yishmael, Minayin. How do you take an Oved or a non-Jewish slave, which has the same din of a Oved Kehavim, even while his mechayif to keep mitzvahs as women have to keep? But if sheba al hakoyhenes, or an elavia, or an abbas Israel, she from ever eating trumah, because it says in the next pasuk. Again, in Ubas Kisiya Also, then the Pasik says, she, right, Vizetta Ala. No, she came from a house of a coin. She married a non-coin. During her marriage, nothing wrong happened, but during her marriage, she lost, she lost her right to Itzuma. So the Pasik says that if she did not have children with her husband, she has no descendants from her husband. If she becomes a almana or a gerusha, then she's able to return back to her father's house and she does go back to eating truma. So from there we learned out, me she almanus A woman who was married to someone with whom she can halachically become divorced from, or halachically become widowed from, she then is able to return to her father's house. But if she were to marry God forbidden Evit Kichavim or an Avid, and therefore, since the marriage is not called a Havaya, so even if you were to divorce her or to die, she's not called a Almana. So a relation with someone from whom you cannot become an Almana, you can never go back to your father's house. That's the pasuk, that's the source. She'ela, that she'ela al, Almanus ve'geru ba. She loses her rights to eat, truma. Back to our Mishnah. So the question is, who is this Mimi she'ein ish? Answers the Gemara: The Elamutimai, <laughs> Papa that a man is telling his wife, "I do not want you to be secluded with that animal." And the Mishnah is telling you that to her she won't become a sotah, even if she stays secluded with that animal. Why not? I there might have been an act of relation. Because halachically, halachically, the Ein Znus Bibehema. Now let's make something very clear Ein Znus Bibehema, if a man or a woman has a relation with an animal, as we learn in Pashas Akhri Mois with all the Bias Asuras, that is a capital punishment crime. What it means is that, for example, if a married woman has a relation with someone else, she's Asura Labailah. If a married woman, God forbid, has a relation with an animal, she will not become Asura Labaila. Because, <laughs> but the sin, we're not minimizing the sin of the act of bestiality. That's us Midray capital punishment, but it's not called Zenus. And therefore, let's go to the case of the Saita. She won't become a Saita because of it. Because even if she had a relation, she's not going to become Asura Labaila. No, if, very good. If she's a bas she doesn't lose. She doesn't lose her rights to Itrum. It's not called zunus. It's a sin of bestiality. And how do we know that? Amalay Ravam, mi parzaki le minoha milsa. Let's remember this. The Amar ain't Znus ba How do we know it from? Look at the limud. It's Gavaldik because now recording to a Pasek and That lo es esnan zoyna. u'michir kelev beis Hashem alikecha, ki gam shneim. So let's tige that we're not allowed to bring as a karben a esnan zoyna, meaning a gift or the payment that someone gives to a zoyna. So a person is hiring a zoyna, giving her, let's say, a sheep, an animal that is From the species that is kosher on the Mizbeach. That animal can never be brought as a carbon. Or if a person, in exchange of a dog, I'm buying a dog, I'm selling a dog, but the transaction is not through cash. It's a sheep is being exchanged for anything that's being exchanged for a dog. That thing, I'm saying not only a sheep, because that includes wine, it includes flour, oil, it's any item that normally could be used on the Mizbeach, for Korbanos, for Nasachim cannot be offered if it came in exchange of a dog as the learn in Chumash. Because a dog has two non-good character traits. He's very Chutzpedic, Azuz Metzach, like a Zoino, walking around, and, he, and, he, and he, his acts of cohabitation is done in public, without any shame. So because of that type of lack of modesty... We don't want even an exchange of it to go on the Mizbeach. That's the din. Now, let's go to the next step. The time we learned in why are we saying Dafka? What were to happen if you would have the opposite, an Esnan Kelev or a Mechir Zaina? What would be an Esnan Kelev? Look at this crazy thing that a person is giving a gift to a Zaina to be with his dog or with a dog. So he's not paying a zonah for the act with a person. If a man is giving a gift to a zonah to be with a kelev, that gift could go on the mezbeach. Now if yesh be bebehemah, if she's going to be with a kelev and that's called Zunus, so why would that be permitted? The payment for an act of zunus is not accepted on the mezbeach. That's the proof that ends in bebe heima. The the ap- mechir zayna would be that if a person Pasha has a maidservant and she is a zayna and he's selling his maidservant in exchange of a sheep that also is allowed to go on the mezbeh. that's not included in the Pasuk the isan is only esnan zayna and mechir kelev and how do we know that these two categories the opposites are not included because it says at the end of this Pasuk <laughs> Because it's not for an act of znus. Simply, you are, you're, you, you, let's say, if you were to own a maidservant who is a zaina, yeah. and if you're selling her, what you got in her exchange is not for. as a maidservant. Maid maid ah, it. No, it's the, the, what, what is the Tayava hashem is something that's being given in exchange of an act of znus. Yeah. That's it. And how do we know they're not included? Because this Pusik says at the end, avas Hashem, that should have been enough. Gamshneim. No, it's only these two as Hashem. Gam shneim shneim so, therefore, in conclusion, since Ainz if a man tells his wife, I don't want you to be alone with that animal. And she had stayed with an animal. She's not a so it, um, period. So now we explain the Mishnah. But now the Gemara goes back that when we learned the, the Havamina was and when we learned the Mishnah, I hope people uh, who learned the Mishnah will hear this right now. We didn't touch it correctly in the Mishnah. I touched the Mishnah. That was only in the Havamina. But now we said that even if a man warns his wife, don't be with that impotent person, that she will become a soita. I, the Torah says, Vishachav Ish So, why don't we, Taka, say that if the man against whom there was a warning is unable to omit seed, why is he included? Ella, Shikh Vazera, Lamali. So, here the Gemara says, Me boilai. It's needed for something else. That Shikh Vazera excludes Davar Akhir. Whenever the Gemara says dover acher, it's something that the Gemara didn't even want to speak out. But you have to speak it out. So the the Tanayim said dover acher. And then they understood what they're referring to and push it for the sake of clarity. We have to speak clear words. My dover acher, what's the meaning of dover acher? In other words, that is not included in the soita. what's not included, the Mishnah didn't even mention it that if a man tells his wife I do not want you to be secluded with that man because I don't want you to have anal intercourse so that's not included in Parsha sight and if she did exclude herself with that man since the warning was specifically was I don't want you to have that is not included that's not called that's not so the Gemara says, it's not true. Amalei Rava, that's not true. We learned this in Yavames. Because if he gave her a warning regarding Shalai Kedarka, that's the first attempt of... It's not called a warning. She doesn't become a soter. The Gemara says, it's not true. Because Shalai Kedarka, that's the case you think the B'raisha is speaking about. It makes sense that B'raisha doesn't uses the words Davarachet to speak Balash and But since it says, at the end of Parshas Achrimais, what we read on Yom Kippur... Right, when the Pasuk says, Right, when the Torah makes a prohibition on homosexuality, Don't lay with a man the way one lays, in plural, with a woman. And from that Pasuk, we learn that when it comes to laying with a woman, halachically, there is no difference between and And that's the whole meaning. Don't lay with a man the way one option would be to lay with a woman. So, taka from here we learn that bia shalaikadarka is bia. So, if a man tells his wife, I don't want you to be secluded with that man because I'm afraid of bia Darka, she will become a saita. Why would she not become a saita? So, that's not the meaning of the brise. That it means he's telling his wife, I'm not afraid that you're going to have bia with her, but I'm afraid that you're going to have what we call a relation Derech Eivarim. So Rashi here, but we'll go with Rashi, there are other meanings. Derech means that Kiruv Basar, I don't want you to lay together without any act of penetration, just, you know, for the bodies to touch each other. What can it mean so that you avoid not No, 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 no. You have to know. If a man tells his wife, I don't want you to be secluded, if he would have stopped there, then if she secludes, she becomes a Saita. But if he begins to add... So there is something that if he adds a certain way of wording it, she won't become a soita. So what exactly is he adding that is not problematic? So maybe it means Derechevarim. So the Gemara says, Amalei, Abaya, Abaya says that cannot be demeaning. Because why would we even need for the Braisa to tell you that the word zera is to exclude Derechevarim? Derechevarim is pretzusa ba'alma, it's lewd. But if there's no halachic act of biya, then halachically nothing happened that would prohibit her to be with her husband. So why does the Pasik even need to exclude that? The Gemara is going to say at the end, no, we do need to exclude it. But that's the question. So Abayah says, no. That the exclusion of Zerah, is that if a man warns his wife, I don't want you to be with that man because I don't want you to have Nishika, And Neshika means... The kissing of the Eivadim, that means that his private part and her private part touches. So that warning is being excluded from Sheik Vazera. And again, the Gemara says that can't be true according to all the opinions. <laughs> that there is a machleik as to what does the beginning of Biyam mean. Or Belashen, the trader uses the words, for example, So there's something called Ha'araah. Ha'ara means the beginning of an act of cohabitation. And what does that mean? There's a machlekes. So there's one opinion that says that the beginning of the act of penetration is taka, the beginning of the penetration. Ha'ara zuach Which means that the corona has to start entering. In other words, before there is some minimal penetration, halachically, that's not called an act of biya. Aval nishik alaykulumhi, then it makes sense. So being, according to that opinion, that means penetration. So that neshika, just touching, is nothing. So that's why she will not become a slater. Because she said, I don't want you to be secluded, not to have neshika. Even if there was neshika, halakhically, no bia happened. But according to the opinion that says, that, that means even the nishika, Nishika's Evarim is already called an act of Biyam. So then she should become a full-fledged Saita. Mayikah So the Gemara goes back. It must be that the B'raiseh is excluding a man. He didn't just tell his wife, don't be a secluded. She says, don't be secluded with him because I'm afraid that you're going to have what we call Derech Eivarim. That you guys are going to lay together of Basah. And that has to be excluded. If not for the pasik, you would think that she will become a saita. In other words, if she had that relation, just then she should die. Aye, it's not called beer. Maud the since bikpeda de talya the whole woman becoming a saita is because the husband is makbid. In other words, obviously having yichud is a terrible thing, but a woman being the Yachad herself with another man in itself doesn't make her a safic saita. What makes her the saita? Because the husband warned her. So if the husband is going to warn her Baal HaKukopit, the Baal is telling her, I don't want you to be with him because there's going to be some type of un... Uh, I'm not comfortable with any contact. And maybe if that was the warning, then she should become a Saita. Komash that she's not. She will not become a Saita. That was the type of warning. Emritz Hashem to be continued tomorrow.